Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I have missed you. I am excited. I am actually really, really excited. I feel like I've found a re... or let me let me explain that better. I've rebirthed my passion for this podcast and not necessarily like recording it itself. Like that passion has never gone away, sharing with you guys like my thoughts, lessons, and all of that, but just my passion for marketing it and like sharing it and getting as many ears to listen as I possibly can because I do think or at least I try to you know find pieces of information that can benefit all of us and just share with you my life and my advice and ideally just make you feel a little bit less alone and you guys know that that's the goal it's always been the goal and I'm gonna keep prioritizing it but point is I'm re-inspired I'm going back to getting video content of every episode and I want to start having all these guests on and you guys know I say that for so long I've said that forever but the big news is I'm actually reaching out and I'm making the contacts and I'm setting the dates and the schedules to record with people no matter how much it scares me and that's just a big deal for me and it's very exciting and I hope that it makes you guys excited too because that means we're gonna have even more valuable conversations with really cool people um still crazy to me that you guys listen to the podcast and that you've stuck around for this long we're on like episode 105 I don't even know but it makes me really happy and I'm really grateful and I can't wait to keep like healing together and growing together and inspiring one another because you guys know you inspire me more than anything in this world um and what I wanted to talk to you about today is a couple different things one I want to explain to you the importance of writing and writing letters to yourself and I also want to share with you guys some of the letters that you wrote to yourself if you don't know I have a section on my website and it's a page called diary where you can write in a passage a journal entry a mind dump um, a story a place where you can write essentially whatever you want Um, I, I can't read every entry but I do try to read as many as I can and just like try to understand what we're all going through but I asked you guys to submit a letter to yourself and I screenshotted a few of them. Of course, everything I read is anonymous, but I wanted to read some of them to you to hopefully just bring you the comfort and the understanding that I'm just like not sitting here telling you my own personal sob stories. I want to share with you all of our stories um, because a lot of us are going through the same things and I know that personally when I read these, it brings me a different kind of comfort you know people can always say oh you're not alone you're not alone but hearing people write exactly what it is that you're feeling is just peaceful it makes me feel like we're all humans you know there's not some of us that are just like these perfectly built robots who don't struggle um although there are people like that out there anyways i'll get into those in a little bit but before i get into that i also want to encourage you to start something something that I started a very long time ago. I wish I was more consistent with it. I wish I remembered that I had it more. But it's one of those things that every once in a while I pull out and I'm like, oh my gosh, where has this been the past three months when I needed it? Anyways, I got um, a composition notebook from, I don't know, Target, the dollar store, Walmart, wherever it was. And I titled it Letters to Me and You. So it's a place where I store all of the letters I write to myself but also all of the letters I write to other people um, that I can't send them. You know, like if I'm really angry at someone and I just want to like voice all of my anger and my thoughts, but I don't want to do that right away. Like I don't want to immediately react if it's an argument with someone. I want to 
write down all of my feelings. Um, and obviously, you know, we don't always want to share every single one of those feelings with the person or like someone broke your heart and you're not contacting them, but you want to write something to them and you want it to be passionate and powerful. That's where all of these live is in this notebook. And if you haven't started one already, I think that you need to, you know, it's a really, really, really good place to dump every single one of your thoughts. Um, I only have like about 10 things written in here and I want to write more and I'm so glad that I've like found it and I've come back to it because a lot of times when I don't have my notebook, I just write these things in my notes or in a different journal and things get lost. And I don't like when all of my journal entries are lost. So I've prioritized lately, like everything that's strictly a journal entry goes in my journal for the year. And then a letter to myself goes in this book. Um, anyways, I want to read to you a couple of my journal entries in here. And then I want to read to you some of the ones that you guys submitted. Can't speak, sorry. And then we'll take it from there and we'll come back to the importance of why we should all be doing this and how none of us are alone in the things that we're feeling and how we're all going to get past our little speed bumps and we're all going to heal and all of our dreams are going to come true. Okay, let's get into it. One second. I have to re readjust myself here. I have only have two hands. Okay, this is a letter I wrote to myself on March 10th of 2022. Please take a deep breath, a step back. View yourself from someone else's eyes. You're doing just fine. I need you to remember how young you are. I know it often feels like you've lived 100 years, but you haven't. You have 100 more to live and you don't want to spend them feeling like this. Look around. Life is supposed to be fun at 21. Please be kind to your mind. You're putting way too many things up there, making it impossible to finish one. Be proud of your accomplishments, not disappointed you don't have more. Take it one day at a time, please. What is meant for you will simply find you as long as you don't give up on those dreams. Dang, girl, I needed that one now, too. And I think that that's another cool thing about having these um, letter-to-yourself journals because, you know, down the road, this has been, what, a year and a half from then. I can look back and, like, I can remember how I was feeling, what I was going through, and I truly believe that reflection is one of the most important things that we should all do just to, you know, remember how many good things have happened to us in our lives and remember how many things we've already made it through. Like, when we can recognize all that, it makes whatever struggle or whatever moment that you're in, like easier to understand or get through or appreciate all the sorts. Um, I don't have a date for when I wrote this one, but it says, hello, old friend. Life holds a lot of beauty, but I can confidently tell you the most beautiful is learning, learning things about the world, about yourself and about others. With learning comes realization and new understanding. I need you to be willing to listen to what you're being taught. I know you constantly chase the beauty and search for the good and never let go of that, but look right in front of you. You know better than anyone what is hurting you. And instead of wasting all of your energy trying to fix it, maybe what will fix it is stepping away. That's what you learned today. Dang girl, okay, I remember exactly what you were writing about and I can't get into it on this podcast, but it's a good point she's making there. Um, instead of trying to, sometimes you know, can't take all that energy trying to fix something that's already broken. Um, it's better to just take the step away. I'm not kidding. Um, why do I keep saying um? That's a new thing that I'm doing and it's making me so frustrated. I think it, in my brain it's adding to the way that I'm speaking, but I've never done that before and it needs to go away. Okay, I'm going to try to find one more from my journal that I want to read with you or read to you and then let's move on. This is one that I wrote to my mom. I have one that I wrote to my best friend. 
I have, oh my gosh, this one is tea. Wow. Oh my gosh, it's so long. Did I ever send this to this person? I think that I did. Even though it's on my unsent journal, I feel like I sent that to that person. Anyways, let's move on. I'm going to let that go. But point here is I want you to start one of these. It can be a section in your notes or a notebook. I personally like to write on paper more. It's up to your own judgment. But paper for me just feels more... I don't know. The way I think about it is I'm always typing on my phone. And it's always what I go to if I don't have... If it's dark and I can't whip out a pen and paper or... For whatever reason, it's not accessible. But when I'm on my phone and I'm typing, it almost just feels like I'm typing to a friend and I'm texting and it's harder for me to get as deep. But when I'm writing on paper, it's a different kind of safety net. It, it feels safer to write things on paper than it is for me to have it on my phone. Moving on. Okay, let's, let's get into your journal entries. I might leave a couple comments like at the end if I just have a piece of something that I want to say to you or whatnot. But if not, I'm going to read these and I want you to listen to them and I want you to know that these are letters coming from all of you from all around the world and I just hope that they can bring you some comfort in knowing that we are all feeling, we are all going through the waves, we are all at a very hard and impressionable and confusing time in our lives and it's okay. It's a weird time in the world too, like technology is crazy insane we are all addicted to social media we're addicted to our phones we barely know how to go outside and touch grass anymore and it's something that we're all doing our best to work through um there i go again with the ums one day at a time i'll fix it also speaking of reading a really cool book right now it's called to shake the sleeping self and i was feeling really ballsy and I reached out to the author and we're going to have him come on the podcast but the book is so good and it has the coolest little messages and reminders throughout it so stay tuned for that episode it'll probably be in a while but just got excited to tell you now I'm going to get into these letters dear me I know for the past couple of years you've been struggling with something you thought you'd never overcome social anxiety it made school days stressful and scary but now you're at a new school a new chapter that doesn't mean everything is all right now but I finally think we're getting there. You're starting to participate in subjects you love again that you forgot to enjoy because the fear was always there. School shouldn't be a scary place, and now it doesn't have to anymore. It takes so much energy and work to get better, but it's so worth it. Look back at your track record. You've always found your way. You felt the anxiety and still did the thing, and now you can go out there and start living again because living in fear isn't living at all. It's just surviving. You don't have to feel like this forever. It's okay to heal. And you made it this far, so I'm proud of you. You did this. Keep trying. You are so strong. Stronger than you might know. And as you listen to these, if these in any way relate to what's going on in your life, instead of looking at them as a letter that someone wrote to themselves, read it as a letter or listen to it as a letter that is being directed to you. We all have our own different scenarios and situations and different things that are hard for us. And there's things that happen in my life that might not make any sense to you and you might be like why in the world would you are you struggling with that you know how is that a problem for you and other things you'll listen to that you'll be like oh damn that hits me right in the heart just know that we all we all got our shit and what you need to hear might be different than what someone else needs to hear 
I want to write this letter as a POV of me talking to someone else, but really that person is myself. Dear self, I know how hard it's been living in an empty house of emotions, in a house where love is not celebrated nor showed, but rather looked down and scrutinized. Having to be there for myself through the hardest times of my teen years is something no one should ever have to go through. Getting, dosed with, getting diagnosed with anxiety was one of the biggest challenges yet blessing that I had. Finally being able to know what was going on, but at the same time having no idea why it was happening. With that comes the fear of abandonment, because everyone I've ever loved and everything that has ever let go of me has claw marks on it. I've never let go first. I was so scared to hurt someone, yet no one was scared to hurt me. And why is that? A question I'll never know the answer to. I think that some people just have a really, really good ability to detach And I think that that's something that can either be genetic, you're born with it. Um, I think that males oftentimes have it a lot easier when it comes to detachment and just being able to walk away from people. Well, that might be because they internalize all their emotions, but it's a story for another day. But I think it's something that's also taught. A lot of people growing up deal with abandonment from their parents, from their siblings, from coaches, whatever it may be, aunts, uncles, grandparents. And I think when you grow up around abandonment, where people leave you, it makes it a lot easier for you to abandon other people or to just detach from people. And I think that it's never something you should take personal. And I also think you should never be ashamed to fight for something you think is worth fighting for. Um, Sometimes that person still walks away. Sometimes that thing still doesn't work out. But at least you can say you tried. And I think that that's extremely important. The next one we have, I also didn't completely read all of these. I just skimmed over them before I screenshotted them. So it's a surprise what we're going to get. I'm learning that life truly comes in waves and every chapter has its lessons and also so many beautiful moments along the way. The past couple weeks, I've been under the wave a lot. I just started grad school in a super challenging program after taking a gap year to rest and recover from a pandemic filled undergrad experience. I just finished my third week of grad school and I have never felt exhaustion quite like this. I also experienced some of the most severe anxiety symptoms I have ever had. Truly could not fall asleep last week due to the racing thoughts about all the things I needed to do and study and know and prepare for and then woke up super nauseous and sick almost every day and had classes all day and wasn't feeling the most productive because everything was a struggle from the bottom up. I had to really reassess my self-care and compassion, reached out to friends and actively started planning breaks for rest brain breaks, and fun social outings. It was hard because I thought it would just make me feel worse because I wouldn't be quote-unquote productive enough or get enough done, but it gave me energy and the mental space I needed to be productive and get through hard days. It also showed me what incredible friends I have that are there to support me, remind me when I'm doing too much and need a break, and take the time and space to listen to me, spend time with me, and help me see the more beautiful things in life when it feels heavy. I'm still working to find a balance, even though I took the time to do fun things that gave me joy. They still took energy, and I did find myself spent at the end of the week, but that just means I'll give myself some extra rest this weekend. I'm always learning and growing, and that's okay. That's life. Don't think I could have it any other way. So right now, I'm going to focus on being grateful. I think that that's a really telling experience for so many of us, because when I read that, it's almost spot on to... The thoughts that go on in my own head. I mean, it, it, as deep as like the, the feeling not productive enough and needing time to go so- socially out and realizing that that actually does 
motivate me more to be productive but then again I'm still going to be exhausted by the end of it because it still drains the social battery it's almost like we're in this constant battle with ourselves like one in finding balance but two even when we do create that balance it's like we are still looking for something to be wrong with it and maybe this is more just a me thing but but I do notice that even when I I fix a system a little bit I'm like okay well now what's wrong I'm, I'm not okay with things just being right and I think that was one of the hardest things about falling in love too was like I just kept I don't know in my head I would be like I'm totally losing my train of thought right now oh I would be like do I deserve this like okay this issue is fixed now and I feel really good about this but I'm like always looking for something to be wrong because that's just what we're used to and that's how I'm like conditioned to be super interesting thing we can deep dive into another time um let's move into the next one one second one second a letter to myself I am writing this to hopefully help me properly process what has been going on. I know you feel like you kind of get shoved to the side. Yeah, you had surgery, but it's over now. You've recovered. You're fine. In the words of a toxic manager, what could possibly be going on in your life? I know my mom finding out she has been... Whoa, I glitched. I know my mom... OMG, one more try. I know mom finding out she has cancer has been hard because it's all she talks about. And if you ask not to mention it for two seconds, you offend her. Not a lot of people know this, but I relate to the glass child saying a lot. Jacob is autistic, and ever since we adopted him, it's been Jacob this, Jacob that for 12 years. No asking how you are, no doing what you want, every schedule, everything is revolved around him. I want you to know that I'm proud of you. I would like you, I would like to think you would be proud of yourself. It all worked out the way you thought it never would. Your shoulders are light, your eyes are bright, scars are fading, but remind you that you are not a slave to your thoughts any longer. Life is boring, but God, boring is so good. You find joy in the mundane routine and you make eye contact with strangers. You still cry a lot, but your heart remains inside your chest and your stomach does not fold on itself. You remember to eat three times a day or at least two and call your mom when you can. So we think, maybe it will be okay. I think you will be glad to keep fighting because I sure as hell am. With love, because I know you need it. I'm in love with you and who you have become. Love you. I think it's powerful when you can recognize that and I think that this this is just something we all need to apply to our lives a little bit more it is wonderful to recognize that you can be healed and still struggle um you can push past your boundaries and still have harder days I'm going to give this to you in a very literal example you can have breaking broken your record let me let me try to word this right Let's say you're training for a marathon and you get to a point where you finally, I use this metaphor, example, whatever we want to call it because this is a, a marathon training right now. I have 13 weeks and I can't even run two miles, guys. I'll, I'll figure it out. Always do. Um, but, but let's say you're a runner, okay, and you run 10 plus miles every day. Uh, there's still going to be a day where maybe three miles is hard because you have something going on. Maybe you like twisted your ankle. This can apply to everything in your life. You can have had really dark days for months at a time. Uh, now you've healed yourself and you can take care of yourself and you feel good and better and happy and still have a day where the anxiety wins or the depression wins. But that doesn't have to set you back. Okay, if you were a professional runner and you twist your ankle and you have a bad day running three miles when you usually do 12, are you going to let that stop you? Or are you going to let that 
set you so far back that you don't keep pushing and you don't keep going? No, because it's just a little, it's a little issue. It's just a little something. You got to put the bandaid on it, rest it and heal it up again. It's not completely cutting yourself open again. And I think that that little, kind of read that as a poem, that letter to herself was a good reminder that things do get better. There's going to be bad days, but overall it's going to be better. And, and it's just important to recognize that, you know, one bad day doesn't have to set you back 10 years, whatever it may be. Next one. I hope you find the happiness that you've been longing for, but while striving to get that happiness, I hope you still find the beauty of life along the way. And my most important wish for you is that for you to always be confident, because if you feel like you already have everything in life, that's when you feel truly happy. I hope you're not looking for something that doesn't actually exist. I just want you to be happy with everything that you do, with the people around you, and everything else. This might sound really trashy, but ever since I was young, this is what I've always wanted, to live a happy life. Doesn't sound trashy at all, and I know exactly what you mean. Uh, We can never be happy if we're constantly chasing something that doesn't exist, and this is real. This is something I've been really having to apply to my work lately and just my everything I've created. I get a little bit upset with myself when I'm not performing or I'm not creating a certain kind of content, even if it's content I've never created before. Like I just get in my head about how I'm not succeeding and I'm not gonna succeed unless I do this. But then I have to like really remind myself that I've never done that in the past and I can't just expect myself to be able to do things right away. Example of that is like having guests on the podcast and flying out to record with people in person like other people do. That's not something I've done yet. And I have to give myself grace and be patient with myself and not get so addicted to succeeding in that when it's not something that I've done before. I I totally worded that wrong, but I, I can't base my happiness off of something that I haven't done before. I have to find like the joy and the ability to be proud of myself and in the steps along the way versus something that I've never created and haven't done yet as the finish line. Those can still be my goals, but if I'm not being proud of myself and and giving myself credit for the things that I've accomplished along the way there, then I don't think I'll ever properly reach those goals. I think that made it make a little bit more sense. Next. I'm so proud of myself for how far I've come. I graduated college this year and received my Bachelor of Science degree that I worked so hard for. I know a lot of people do the same, but for me, it was a little different. I lost my dad unexpectedly in my senior year of high school, and he was my best friend. Naturally, this made the challenge of going to college 700 miles away much harder than it already is. But I did it, and not only made it through successfully, but genuinely enjoyed every second as my dad would have wanted me to. I graduated this past May, got my dream job, and moved down to Florida, where I've always wanted to live, to work with marine life. My dream job came with way more hardship than I anticipated, and I, but I never want to be the girl who finally gets what they dreamt of and complains about it. Heard that one from Taylor Swift. Love that. Go Tay-Tay. Especially when I have dolphins and sea lions smiling in my face every day. The point is, though, I'm proud of myself for being unshakable. Not because I don't know pain or failure, but because I will never stop showing up for myself. I'm proud of the way I choose to live and love courageously despite all odds I face. I'm proud of the way that I embrace all of life's experiences, good or bad. Most importantly, I'm proud of the way I was brave enough to design my own life and am constantly moving forward with perseverance in my mind and passion in my heart. My dad's famous quote was, Live the life you love, love the life you live. 
and I'm most proud of myself for staying true to that. I'm really proud of you too. That was really cool to read and I can't I can't imagine grief like that. It's it's something that I have been asked to give a couple podcasts on grief before and I just think that I'm not really in a place that I could do that. I've lost the dog that meant everything in the world to me and I was absolutely destroyed for months, but and I lost my grandpa, who I love with my whole heart, and I definitely had to go through all five stages of grief with that one. But I I applaud you, and I believe that your dad is so proud of you, and I'm proud of you, and keep pushing and keep going. You're, you're amazing, girl. Next. Dear self, I know this is one of the hardest things you've ever gone through. Probably the hardest. I know you feel like you're not going to make it out, but you will. You survived 100% of the days you didn't think you were going to, And I know this feels so daunting and overwhelming and not fixable, but everything changes. That's the only constant in life. This will pass, and it will change. It will get better. Oftentimes, the sun is just around the corner from the storm. And I know I'm just writing a million cliches, and honestly, that feels like such bullshit right now. But sometimes all you can do is put your trust in the cringy, hopeful sayings. This is happening for a reason. Whether that's true or not, I have to believe it. I just have to. I have to think that this is supposed to happen to me and it's going to shape me into the person I need to be and honestly, I already feel that happening. I'm more understanding of those around me and less judgmental and honestly, that's all I gain from this. At least that's something. You will get through this. You need to trust the universe and yourself. Other people are always going to talk and they're not always going to believe you or understand your situation but at the end of the day, you're all you have. You've got this girl. Love you so much from yourself. I'm the same way. If I'm going through it, give me all the hopeful cliche sayings. I'll make them my wallpaper. I'll start a Pinterest board. I'll put them on a t-shirt. You got to just have faith in them. You got to believe in them because they do make a world of a difference. And I thought that was just me. It's not just me. We're we're in that one together. And yeah, it's true. You are the only one you're going to have forever. So make sure you're a good friend to yourself. Dear me. Don't take life too seriously. You only have today, and then it's gone forever. People are going to talk and try to drag you down, but you have a choice to let them or rise above it. I'm so proud of where you are in life. And yes, it has been a rocky road and not the one you dreamed of, but look how much you've grown through these hard times. I don't tell you enough, but I love you. You're young. You're beautiful. You have the world at your fingertips. Don't take life too seriously. Yeah, girl. That's truth tea right there. Uh, I I really do think that we, we just... What was I going to say? Did that ever happen to you? Because it happens to me way too much. Where was I going with that? I don't know. I can't think straight. We're moving on to the next one. Dear me, I feel as though I'm being left behind. Like all of my friends are ahead of me. Like they all have the body I want and the life I want. And I'm just stuck here sitting in my bed wishing I was them. Wishing I was happier. Wishing I loved myself more. I wish I wasn't so jealous because people have always said... Be grateful for what you have. You have a body that supports you and good people in your life, but I can't help it. I'm only human and I'm jealous all the time, but feeling like that is draining me. I mean, one day I feel like I'm on top of the world and the next I have no motivation for anything at all. I wish I had an older sister to look up to and sometimes I think the people who say they love me and like being my friend secretly hate me. Those are just all of my thoughts in one. This is real. This is raw and this is vulnerable and I think that I can confidently say a lot of us have felt like this before. And I think that you're either 
better than everyone if you've never faced these feelings or you're lying about never facing these feelings. And that's just my cup of tea. It can be a hot take. You can call it controversial, but I do mean it. A lot of us struggle with jealousy and comparison and especially the kind of jealousy and comparison that doesn't come from a bad place. It just comes from a place of like always thinking the grass is greener. You know, you see someone, for example, I see someone, let's say, who has this perfect body. Um, That person might have a struggle that I couldn't even know what it is like. You know, this, this person could be small because they haven't been able to eat because of the grieving that they're doing because of someone that they lost. You never know someone else's story. And while you could have that person's body, do you know what could come with having that person's body? No, and it's not something that you want to know. We always think the grass is greener when it comes to people having things that we don't have. But I can pinky promise you 99% of the time, it's not. And we could have that person's life and realize that we had it even better than we thought we did all along. I just think that's important to remember because this is definitely something that I've struggled with too and I feel you and especially like in in this career and in this work that I do it's a very saturated market there's a lot of influencers a lot of creators doing more of this or more of that or making more whatever it may be there's always going to be someone doing better and there's always going to be someone prettier and putting out more content and whatever the situation is You can't compare yourself to that, okay? You are you for a reason and you got to know that you have a purpose and your purpose isn't to become someone else. It is to find that love for yourself and I just, I want you to remember that. Okay, next, I'm going to do a couple more. I know it feels like it's out of control right now. You're a junior in high school with four four APs, balancing school, friends, family, work, and more seems nearly impossible at this time. Every other week, you come down with a new sickness. It almost feels like you're never well. You love to exercise, but feeling a little bit off almost all the time causes no exercise. Eating a lot of food you feel guilty about, and then thinking about how bad you need to exercise, even though you just don't have the motivation. Your closet is a mess, and normally cleaning it and listening to the entire Evermore album twice is something you enjoy, but now you've been putting it off for a month. I know everything feels like it's spiraling out of control, and I'm here to let you know that you can do it. You'll get over the sickness, school will work out, and your friends and family will love you more than you know. When you talk to them, they will listen and help you overcome this weird funk that you'll eventually get out of. You'll get back to your regular routine. And remember to not feel guilty about eating good food, food for the soul, without going on the treadmill. Everything happens for a reason, and although your body feels drained and gross and tired and icky right now, this break could be what you needed. Going back in, you will feel strong again. You will feel... Sorry, I I lost my train of thought. Let me start over. Going back in, you'll feel strong again. And being back will never feel so good. Writing this is going to help a lot and you will be okay. Even though it doesn't feel like it now. Truth T, girl. I'm telling you, I'm on that come up right now. Like I'm in that phase of I'm out of the funk that I was just denying that I was... Actually, that's such a lie. To you guys, I wasn't denying anything. You knew that I was in this funk. I'm very honest with you. I'm more honest with you than I am with myself. Anyways... I'm finally out of the funk and into the part where it's like, okay, I'm not at my top potential yet, but I definitely see myself making the progress and I'm proud of it and I feel strong again. And and something that ties into this a little bit is when I was in this funk, I wasn't working out. I wasn't taking care of myself. Um, Obviously, I know this isn't what it's all about, but that didn't make me feel very confident in my looks or my appearance. 
it was a huge thing that I was struggling with. Um, I was just, you know, like I said, not taking care of myself, not paying attention to the nutrients I was putting in my body. I felt weak. I was losing my muscles. And I went to a workout class a couple of times and I noticed that I was lifting like no weight and I couldn't even finish the workouts that used to be really, really simple for me. Not simple, but much easier. And it was really like a humbling experience for me because I've been going to the same workout class since my senior year of high school and I would go in and I couldn't do anything remotely close to how I used to be able to. And now that I'm in this phase of finally getting back to it, I'm, it's getting a little bit easier again. Um, in no way is it easy like it was seven months ago, but it's a lot easier than it was two months ago. And that in itself is something that I need to be proud of myself for, not angry at myself for, because I am doing better than I once was at one point, even if it's not as good as it was as another point. I'm doing my best. We're all doing our best. And just remember that as you move through whatever it is that you move through, okay? You, you can't compare to past versions of yourself anymore. It's not worth it because we're never going to be who we were in the past. We're always growing. We're always evolving. And we're always going to have times in our life where different things are our strength and different things are our weaknesses and yada, yada, yada. Okay, next. Life is moving fast. A little too fast. I really can't believe I'm already 18. I sure don't feel that old. I'm not ready for real life. Um, I have not a clue of what I want to do with my life. Sometimes I find myself crying about the amount of choices I have right in front of me. All those choices of where I can go and do with my life that scares me. What if I choose the wrong one? What if I end up hating my choice? Thinking about it from a different perspective. I have all the choices in the world to choose from. And that shouldn't make me sad. Maybe a little scared, but I should be excited. So what if I make the wrong choice? Maybe that decision I made will bring me something I never would have ever dreamed of. Most important of all, I want to be able to remain happy no matter how old I am, where I am, or who I am. So no matter how hard life gets, never let go of your smile, your hope, and your happiness because that's what's going to keep you going. Just live and enjoy the moment. That's the most important part. Truth T, girl, I feel you. Um, I've had so many different times where I look back on my life and I'm like, was that the right decision? And then I have to look at it in a different light and understand that I wouldn't be right here speaking to you right now had I made one decision differently in my life. Every moment has led me up to this moment. And that in itself comforts me enough. It makes me realize that yes, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And every choice I made on the way here was the right choice. And just find comfort in that. Everything happens for a reason. Everyone's got a purpose and a plan. And it'll all work out, even when you're so confused, because trust me, I wake up every day a little bit confused on how am I going to do this? Like, what am I doing? How am I going to make it work? How am I going to reach people and help people? And how am I going to do it in a way where I can still love and enjoy my life? And what if I don't have things to talk about? And what if I fail? And I can't let those thoughts consume me. Okay, we got to focus on the good, but feel the feels sometimes. A little contradictory, but it is what it is. I love you and I really appreciate you guys submitting your letters and your diary entries and just know that that page on my website is always open for you to go dump your thoughts and feelings and just write it out. Whether you want to pretend you're like writing a prayer to God or you can even just like label it that you're writing to me. You can label it as a letter to yourself. You can just dump if you need to. It's always a safe place. It's just on my website. The page is called Diary. It asks you for your email just because there's no way to put it in without it but don't worry if I do share anything from the letter 
it's anonymous, but if you want it to be completely not spoken about ever, that's fine too. I don't have to. Um, just, just put it in there. But most of the time, I'm not putting anyone's journal entries at all into the podcast unless I say specifically that that's what I'm doing. Getting lost in my own thoughts there. But please start a letters to yourself book and yeah, we'll talk soon. I love you with my whole heart and I'm proud of you and and keep pushing, keep staying inspired and keep making your dreams come true because you deserve it all. I love you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.